0: Hello it's Peter Wright and Kathleen Beauvais in a snowy Ontario Canada with episode number 153 of the Yacking show. Uh, this is a show for awakening you to new perspectives for the changing world we live in and it's certainly changing all sorts of things happening all the time. So today we're very privileged prolific- privilege to have a guest we've had once before uh, with some new stuff to share with you, our audience. But before we do that, it's my job to introduce uh, my co-host, Kathleen Beauvais, who introduces guests so much better than I do. But to give Kathleen a quick plug, she wears another hat And that is helping you solve your IT recruiting and development needs. She has many resources in that area. So if you need to develop something in the IT world or solve a problem, get hold of Kathleen. And that's enough for me for now. So over to you. Welcome, Kathleen.
1: Oh, thank you so much for that, Peter. I I so appreciate it. And we so appreciate you tuning into our show. Um, If anyone out there is interested in being a guest on our show, please don't hesitate to reach out to either Peter or myself. And as Peter just mentioned, we do have a special guest with us. She's been with us before and we're very excited to find out what is new in her world. Welcome, Jane Stoller. Jane, how are you? Oh, thank you for having me. And I'm wonderful. I'm so happy to be back. So Jane, uh, just to recap from the last time we saw you, you are the founder of Organized Jane, a professional organizer who specializes in helping people declutter their spaces as well as organize their business um, processes. So for those who uh, haven't seen the previous show we did with you, can you give us uh, just a little bit about your background and give us an update on what Organized Jane has been up to since the last time we chatted.
2: Sure. So yeah, my background, I'm the founder of Organized Jane. I've been doing this for five years. Before that, I worked in corporate all over Canada and in Europe for a large cement company. I know it's in construction. It's very interesting, but uh, I did all my education in Canada and I grew up in a small town in Ontario on a dairy farm. And that's when I started organizing things Pet cats that never stayed put. I always tell that story, (laughs) and books, and it just kind of evolved. I would organize my teachers, my colleagues. I never had the guts to start my own business, so I didn't do that until five years ago. But even during my time in corporate, that's when I started my organizing business processes, which is now my signature course. Mm
1: -hmm.
2: Um, And of course, always did it on the side, helping people get organized. So, a lot of things. Have changed for organized Jane since last year, but have not. I still have my signature course for entrepreneurs to help them get organized. Those are signature six steps. But I am doing a bit more in-person events now, speaking events. I have another book that I'm uh, working on and hosting a, a business retreat this year. So lots of new things coming up now.
0: Wow, very good. We're going to get on to some of those new things in more detail in a moment. But um, sort of an, an overview, since we last spoke, and, and with the effects of the virus and the restrictions um, becoming sort of semi-permanent for a lot of people, what trends do you see in decluttering and organizing looking ahead, Jane?
2: It's funny because my business has literally exploded because of the pandemic because Mm -hmm. now we were all surrounded by our stuff at home. And we also realized we don't need, like, we don't need to go to the office to work. So all of that stuff we had in our offices is also useless. (laughs) So a lot of people are are really thinking about their next, you know, renovations construction has gone crazy as well. So it's very aligned in terms of where do you want to be in your space. That's the first thing you see, you know you wake up in there. We're usually working in our spaces, so the trend has really become to declutter. However, the online shopping market has also increased. So we're trying to declutter, but we're still consumers and we're still shopping. So we still need to continually declutter.
0: Right. As a, a writer to that question, and I live in a small, near near a small city, I live on a farm, but I, I'm in touch with a lot of people who live in very small towns and villages in your home ground, northern, uh, southwest of Ontario. So we are seeing a trend of people moving to the smaller cities because they can work from home. Are you mm-hmm. seeing that all over Canada as well, and perhaps all over the world?
2: Uh, definitely in Canada. Um, in Southwest Ontario, where, where I grew up, there is an influx of people now. So they're looking at upgrading the internet so that more people mm-hmm. can work at mm-hmm. home as well. Um, I reside in Whistler, Canada, which is a small town, but there mm-hmm. it has skyrocketed with people. Everybody wants to, of course, live in the mountains if they can. Mm-hmm. So it has the housing boom, I think the 30% increase in housing oh. prices in Whistler. Wow. Oh. Yeah. So a lot of, I'd say, increase. Uh, People are now more than ever aware of their space. And yes, not having to live in a city provides so many other opportunities, Mm -hmm. whether that'll continue, I don't know if offices are going to have to bring people back, but I do think remote working will likely stay at some to some level and we are now confident with zoom. I run my business in zoom and I
1: think a lot of other people do as well now.
0: Mm -hmm. Yes, that's correct. Over to you, Kathleen.
1: So, Jane, you have an organizing retreat coming up in April in Cabo, Mexico. Can you tell us all about that, the programming and, and what um, people can expect from your from your program? Yes,
2: yeah, so you know, my signature course is six steps to organize the back end of any business, but it's all a modules online and I show up every Tuesday live for my students, but it's still not, it's live on Zoom. But I still found that a lot of my clients wanted a little bit more expertise, and I have a wonderful team that helps me, so I also wanted to bring all of us together to build on my steps, you have to be a client, there's still time to take my course and and, um, go through it if you want to come to the retreat in April. But it was originally scheduled for November of 2021. And because of, of course, the pandemic, I did move that to April. Um, it seems like everything is going forward. There's uh, people are excited to travel. There's lots of precautions in Mexico and the resort that I'm going to. So, you know, it's, it's going forward and we are just really going to build on the six steps. Plus my team and workshop, well, we hosting workshops, including Charlotte, who does my public relations on how to organize your PR.
1: Mm-hmm. So it'll be
2: a lot of great in-person um,
0: touch points. Yeah, sounds good. Oh. Sounds good. So, you mentioned um, when we were talking before you, the importance of having multiple streams of income, mm-hmm. and you're always transparent about yours. So, I, I know with people losing their jobs like mad because of this virus thing, um, mm-hmm. a lot of people would be really interested in your thoughts on that. So, can you share a bit more for our audience?
2: Yeah, I, I believe I always said seven streams of income is that that magic number. I read that in a book from a, a finance expert, Nicole Lappin, I believe, years ago, and it always stuck in my head. And even now, um, you know, my, my second, my home is my income too. I Airbnb it when I'm not there. Um, I think there's lots of different ways that we can, you know, there's lots of passive income opportunities in terms of, you know you know, even from the crypto world or investing or, or doing an online course, an ebook, there's so many little ways you can get, it doesn't have to be a lot, but it's a start of a little bit mm-hmm. of passive income. So I'm 100% on this. And I think as the pandemic has taught us anything, we cannot rely on that one source of income. And Absolutely. Just, yeah, and there's so many creative ways I found there's the ability of especially entrepreneurs during this time to pivot, and we use that word a lot, but to find new ways to repackage their offers, to share their expertise in a different way has been really incredible.
0: I Yes, excellent advice. But what about someone who's been in steady regular, call it regular employment, either in a small business or in the corporate world or a teacher or a nurse who hasn't had the business exposure that you've had and Kathleen and I have had, and they suddenly need very quickly to develop another source of income uh, and they have one they've practiced one skill essentially for most of their working career they may be in their late 30s 40s or younger or old, doesn't matter where do they look first there's so many opportunities what do they focus on just to, to really take that first step what would you suggest
2: well it's a very good point and, and that's why I encourage everyone even if you are in a steady job for 10, 20 years, make sure you're still learning other skills and always upgrading your own skill set as well. But Mm -hmm. likely you are doing a really important skill already and you need to look at what those skill sets are. Nobody thought I could make organizing a career and I did. So it's really look at what you're doing every day in your job. It could be an administrative task that you could do virtually for other people. Sure, Um, That's become huge now. It could be something related to finances or accounting. It could be related to HR or... um, yourself in recruitment there's so many opportunities and we we do more than we think so just have a look at those strengths you're doing every day and from them go on the google and see what other people are doing with those skills courses Mm -hmm. maybe books maybe coaching maybe teaching courses overseas um, whatever it may be but there's got to be something that
1: um, your skill set can you can do to capitalize on it
0: yeah good advice good advice
1: so when we're talking about multiple streams of income, Jane, do you have specific ones that you would recommend to people that say, no, nothing about, well, you know, I'm in a full-time job and I have no idea what else I can be doing out there. Are there other things that you might be able to suggest to them that maybe you're interested in yourself?
2: Yeah. Well, I, I you know, a hundred percent. I know that, um, it's great if you can have of course investment properties or uh, renting out a portion even an even a room in your home if you're not Mm -hmm. using it so those are things you already have to have a bit of the the asset there but a lot of people in canada are looking to this now and seeing where you know a lot of our tourism is coming from around our own country and people like these quaint towns and bed and breakfast and things like that so think Mm -hmm. about if you want something more tangible Um, The next thing would be really like I'm I'm a big believer in online courses. It's a billion, billion dollar industry. People are wanting to level up their skills. So if there's something you can package into a course or a training, that would be a great um, a great way to do something. Just all you need is your computer and you can start it with a free class and see who see what kind of um, response you get from your community and then say, okay, now I'm going to run a paid version. So little things like that. That requires no assets. Mm -hmm. (laughs) It's just just your computer. And the next thing is also selling other people's courses or things. There's a lot of opportunities in sales, which we forget about. Mm -hmm. Even for myself, I'm looking for someone to help sell my course. And you get commissions. So there's a lot of little at-home jobs. Help other people promote their products and their businesses. And you could also get paid while helping them find something they're looking for
1: Mm, excellent Excellent. so speaking of online courses in your spare time you teach uh business classes at a university and now you're teaching women in your own business booster course can you tell us can you tell us about that Yes. so my signature
2: course is a business booster course it's most likely I attract the female entrepreneurs because of my branding there's lots of men in it too though so I I always it's changing this year (laughs) I don't want to exclude anybody but you know, my brand is pink and that's just the way it went. But uh, it is my signature six steps to help you organize your business. And it does teach you the basics of marketing, finance, how to, how to organize your accounting, how to document those business processes, manage your time. So it's a little bit of a business course wrapped into it as well, because I do teach one course um, with Vancouver Island University, the principles of management. So the really it's for entry, you know, first year university students on the basics of management. So my course is almost very similar to that, but it's more really focused on your business and the key things you can do to get started.
0: Mm-hmm. Good. You mentioned your book, your next book earlier on. So how's that coming along? What's it about? What's it called? When will it be published?
2: Yes, yeah, so I, I, the title is still up in the air, and so is the publishing date, but it's going to be on my six step um, organizing okay. process. Uh, it'll be a little bit about decluttering to get to that point as well, because even in our business, we have too much complicated systems and processes, and we do too much stuff as an entrepreneur that we don't need to do. So, decluttering a bit to get back to your core focus is going to be what it's all about. And that's, I'm still, you know, the pitch is done, but I'm, I'm writing it now, but there's no date yet. <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, we will watch out for that one. That's for mm-hmm. sure. Yeah. Uh, Kathleen, you got another one for Jane. I
1: just would like to know, is there anything else you'd like our viewers to uh, t- to know about what else you're doing? Yes.
2: So right now that's, you know, I'm still doing a bit of speaking events, mostly in the U S and um, one next week about decluttering for the modern day woman. So again, it, it, for the women, but <laughs> Uh, in San Diego, I'll be at a, a closet and um, cabinet makers association speaking to them. So a lot of corporate events are now coming back. And I think a lot of people just want a little bit of inspiration to get started. And that's what my mm-hmm. speaking events mm-hmm. are for. Once you're inspired and you see, you know, what, I can be a little more organized. I can start decluttering. And that's when you look to maybe hire a professional or start on your own, whatever it may be. But I'm really trying to get the word out there more. You know, my course is running Evergreen and I show up every week for that. But really, I'd like to get hit more people with events, bring us back and just get more inspired and get out of our, hopefully out of our homes. And So when we come back to them, we'll see, actually, I don't need this much stuff. It's causing me more stress.
0: Good. I've got, I've got my question I asked you before, and I, I would like your update <laughs> on that. But before we get that, another one, we've got a little bit of time, so I'm going to throw in another one for you. Um, when we spoke before, you told us a lot more about your career in the corporate industry, uh, mm-hmm. in the corporate world, should I say, and you've spoken about starting your business. So in the dealings I have with a lot of people who've been either in, in the corporate world or small business or teaching, and because of my age, many of them are, are now approaching retirement, I'm thinking of a couple of women in particular. And I've said much like you, that you've got skills that you can sell, you can use. And the biggest thing that comes up is what we call the imposter syndrome, right? I so, But mm-hmm. I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. I'm not good enough. Now, you've overcome that hurdle very successfully, both in the corporate world and in your own business. So someone who's led a fairly simple, straightforward life career wise, and now this whole thing looks so overwhelming. And they, the immediate thought is, I'm not good enough What's your advice to people, especially women, to get over that?
2: Well, actually, to backtrack, I failed my first the first attempt at my business at uh, 15 years ago now uh, because I had a little bit of corporate experience and I went back to school and I thought, okay, I'm going to start my business. Everything I did properly, you know, I had products, I was, you know, website, registered it, but I was scared to market myself, that exact problem. So Mm -hmm. intellectually, I knew I could do it. And I was, I would be the face of the profit, but I was still scared. And I thought, what are people going to think? I'm not, well, I can't do this. I don't have the experience. So I failed. And then I went 10 years to work in the corporate world still. And when I knew that I wanted to start again, I hired a, a personal coach. I hired a personal branding coach, and she really helped me to get over that fear. Mm-hmm. And we, mm-hmm. we had weekly calls, just one-on-one, just to get over those points. And she would actually say, okay, I'm waiting for you to post this on LinkedIn and, and whatever, whatever it may be, because you need sometimes that accountability and someone to give you that push. And she also taught me that if you are, you know, we, if you do have that skill, you're doing a disservice if you don't share it with the world. So your people are looking for you. There's lots of people who are inspired by you all around you that already are watching you that you don't even realize it so hiring a coach helped me and i recommend that for anybody and i'm still have a coach because i still we all still have imposter
0: syndrome mm-hmm. yeah 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 no oh, that's that's very good thank you i hope that will help people because i've come across mm-hmm. that a, quite a lot especially recently with people with all the changes going on in people's lives and and uh, that's important get a coach yeah very good mm-hmm. very good that,
1: and i would add to peter that you know, if somebody's been in a career for a long, long time and they're looking to make a change, sometimes the mindset is, but I don't know anything else without realizing that they've acquired a lot of transferable skills that they can apply oh. to other things. And they just yeah. don't even realize it. And they just need somebody, some help into. Rechanneling those skill sets, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And there's a book yep. called Strength Finder. I think I,
2: I read that a while back, but it really goes through all your strengths too. Mm. And that really helps to, it helped me. And I still have this book with the stickers of my five strengths and they're still true, but that really helps you say, okay, I'm good at this. Let's, what, what else do other people do that are good at this skill? And I think today there's, yeah. people are making money doing, like crazy things in courses, because people, yep. other people are looking for that. So I think um, there's a lot of opportunities there.
0: Yeah, very good. And and what a lot of people, what I find, a lot of people who've had regular eight to five, nine to five type jobs for many years can't get their head around the can't, Getting their head around the entrepreneurial concept is one thing, but getting their head around perhaps having to do more than one thing to survive in the short term, they can't get that around. And I know many people who do get away with that do menial stuff to put some food on the table while they're building their um, entrepreneurial side, and then let that take over. That's another one that needs a change in thinking to to become comfortable with. And because of your farming background and my farming background, there's a huge reservoir of part-time jobs in the farming industry. They yes. cannot get people to work for them, right? And okay, it's the pay's not now. high. Huge problem. I speak to yep. a number of farmers. Huge problem. So. It's not you. You know the pay is not wonderful, but it puts food on the table. If you've got nothing else, and if you can milk cows for two two afternoons a week or something like that, while you're building up your business, well, that's the way to survive. So it's another mindset thing. I you like know. that
2: too. It's all, like I myself. I had a waitress. I took consulting jobs. I did a lot of different jobs yep. while I, you know, my business wasn't profitable for two years until that. Yep. Until that. Um, sorry, my dog was barking there.
0: Don't worry, not a problem.
2: No, so I think the farming thing. I, 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 in in my town where I grew up, they're they're actually quite well paid because a lot of them are big farmers now, and they're looking for people. So that's a. um, I was, and that's actually you're healthy doing outside work and things. So there's so many jobs, and I think you're right. We just as a society, even if you have an MBA like myself, we can go back and still you can do any job: waitress, clean, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and And money for your business.
0: And for women, especially, it. it I, I really enjoy seeing one of my neighbor's farms, two and a half thousand acres of crops. And he had a couple of female university students working on the farm in the summer. And there, these girls are driving these huge tractors. Yeah. Um, you know, you know what I'm talking about with big, big tractors and bi-directionals and the tracks and um, sprayers. And they just get on with it. And and it's mm. quite acceptable now for women to do that. So that's another big opportunity. You know.
2: Oh, so, yeah. Yeah. Evening- construction too there was not a lot of women and it's a great up place for women to excel because we are good at organizing housekeeping leads to safety uh we bring a softer approach to things so it really was a great um a great place to work too and there's so many jobs in construction as you know laborers as well that, that pay very well and we need to if you need a job that's or fund your business a great way to start
0: absolutely absolutely so we went off a little track, but I think that's useful. That's uh, something yeah. people need people need to hear. Kathleen, you got any more? I've got my burning question. Yes,
1: go me. ahead with your burning question.
0: <laughs> burning I, every I, I have to ask this question of every successful, experienced person that comes on the show. And um, you know what it is, but I, I think you might have some different thoughts after a year. Mm-hmm. So here it is. Based on your years of experience, what do you say is the single most important difference in habit, characteristic, personality trait, whatever you want to call it, between people who are successful? And I don't just mean making money. I mean, suc- yes. what you consider successful in life. So a bit of balance, successful in business, yes, but family, everything. And those who keep on struggling. Is there is there a key, do you think?
2: You know, that's a big question, and I know, I know this is coming, and I actually don't remember what my last year answer was. But especially now, I think it's just being positive because, especially during the pandemic, you can see really the negative um, people versus the positive ones. And the positive mm-hmm. ones just keep going. And just there's, I've failed so many times, but i am still wake up happy and do my business and help people. And of course, we all have bad days, but you have to continually look at that. There's a positive in everything. The pandemic has actually done a lot of positives for everybody can think of one positive in their life as well. So that to me is now I'm, I'm noticing the key of people that are, you know, still being in business. And, you know, if you, even my course, it's a lot of work, but if you're positive, you can do it, you will get through it. If not, you won't get through it. Mm-hmm. And I think mm-hmm. that's a, a big differentiator right now in the, in the out there.
0: Yes very important because unfortunately there's a not a lot of naked negativity about you know so uh, mm-hmm. and it's a yeah.
2: it's a it's an interesting especially ontario where where this is uh recorded i feel like a lot it's a it's a it's a trying time so we need to even more just think we could do it move forward just get on with it and, and be happy or try to be happy doing it
0: and uh things could always be worse you know
2: exactly they really could <laughs> and i know i've been there yes
0: you <laughs> so know that things can be a lot worse uh, yeah there's, there's still lots to be positive about oh great jane thank you for that and uh yes. i think if i remember rightly the first time around you i think you said empathy wasn't it it might
2: Did have been empathy, empathy yes because it, that's a big one in the construction industry. I talked about it. And even right. now in my new business and, yep. um, well, farming animals, of course. But empathy yes. is a big one. Especially um, there are a lot of women-run organizations I speak at and work with. And that's a big thing coming out of the workplace, too, now. Empathy to keep yep. your employees happy and and whatnot. So empathy and positivity kind
1: of go together a bit. Oh,
0: of course they do. Yes. Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. Sure. Very good. No, I think that was a good a good addition to your first answers. Mm-hmm. Yes. So tecturously.
1: So Jane, how
2: do people contact you? Yes, yeah, so it's a, I have one website organizedjane.com, organized with a, a z z um, ZZ for the canadians americans uh, and that has all my social channels on there. I'm most active on Instagram at organizedjane. My LinkedIn this year I'm really doing a push and I'm seeing great results as well. So that's uh, you can search Organize Jane or jane stoller, but if anybody listening to is on Instagram send me a note, I'd love to send them a resource that they're looking for, whether it be on business or decluttering their home. And I usually respond um, within 24 hours to all of my Instagram DMs and, and emails as well. So looking forward to, to seeing and talking to your viewers.
0: Excellent. And um, on the book, don't forget when your book is uh, published yes. and when you've got a date, let us know. Because I will. I don't know if you get time to read our weekly newsletter that we send out. We always feature a previous mm-hmm. guest author. So... Soon as I've your book's that. ready, we will feature you on there and oh, really? more people. Can't, can't oh. wait.
2: <laughs> I'm positive <laughs> it'll be it'll be this year.
0: <laughs> we're, we're only, we're only- january so exactly I hope it'll be I'm, this year. I'm giving
2: myself
1: some time
0: there <laughs> for sure no we look, certainly mm. jane we look forward to it and we yes. look forward to getting you back in another year and yes. hearing about how your your retreats at cabo cabo went um yes you know, that would be interesting to hear about that so yes i
2: can't wait about half canadians and half americans so it's a it's an even split so it'll be nice yeah. to get everybody down there together excellent so and there's can... still room for that for more people there's still room okay about three more spots left and just Organize, Jane you can find my email there or Instagram and I'll send you all the details and it's on my website as well all the um, what's included and all the workshops
1: excellent excellent Good. well thank you so much Jane Thanks, we really thank you having you on the show again today and thank you once again for uh, tuning into our show and uh, also if we love reading your comments so please keep those coming and until next time everyone take care and bye-bye
0: bye-bye